Hey yo, let me holler at you for a minute. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? If you have, let me tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me break it down for you. Anchor has tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, come here, it's free. Don't let nobody know I told you that. So, if you're interested in starting your own podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome everybody, I'm Ron G, and this is Wrestling With My Thoughts, a WWMT Entertainment original, and I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to the show. No matter when you are or where you are, the fact is you're listening, and I appreciate that support. So go on ahead and sit back, relax, and listen as I wrestle with my thoughts. Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast would like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Chance, creating hope and needed care for everyone. Chance provides outpatient counseling services for individuals with mental health and addictive disease needs. At their clinics, you will be assessed to determine your specific treatment needs. The staff at Chance then works together with you, your family, your community partners, and other supportive people that you choose to develop your strengths, skills, and self-determination that will allow you to live an empowered life. If you or someone you love is in need of the care and services offered by Chance, please contact them at 877-393-8184, or you can email them at contactus at chancecreatinghope.com. Org. For more information, please visit www.chancecreatinghope.org because everyone deserves a second chance. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ron G, and I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to once again join me for the show. No matter where you are, when you are, or how you are, the fact is you're listening, and I appreciate that support. I hope that you and your families had a great week this past week. Hope everybody is healthy and happy. Speaking of health, my son has gotten over his bout with COVID-19, save for a little cough that he's dealing with right now. It's nothing major. It's definitely not like it was um, at the onset of things. Thankfully, he never had any um, serious, uh, I almost said side effects, not side effects, but symptoms. Uh, and I'm very thankful for that. It, it's just like he had a case of the flu. Um, he did, however, miss out on an uh, opportunity for employment 
during his little COVID stretch there. And personally, and I realize I'm biased, personally, I think that the, the company um, did something that was bullshit, but hey, it is what it is, and life rolls on. Uh, he does have some other opportunities that have opened up for him, and hopefully one of those will fall through and, and he can go ahead and get started. I, reading the news, I, I just think of this, this time we're living in right now, people are just looking and creating things to be upset about. The Slutty Vegan, which locally here in Atlanta, there may be uh, other other um, Slutty Vegan restaurants out there, but I know that it's here in Atlanta. They just recently opened up a, uh, a restaurant there in Athens, Georgia. And some residents of Athens have taken to picketing the restaurant and it makes no sense to me somehow these people have uh, tied together the slutty vegan and religion i i don't understand it i don't see where the correlation is i would relish the opportunity to ask one of them where the correlation lies how do you tie this into religion or anti-religion or anti-christianity uh just so I, I would know where they're coming from and not that I would agree with it, but just see what kind of mental gymnastics they, they go through to tie these things in. And we see more and more of these people there. I guarantee you that they're Trump supporters. Now that's not to say that all Trump supporters are fringe lunatics, but it is to say all fringe lunatics are Trump supporters but we see them all the time. It's, it's they're they're just looking for something to to be mad at or to say that they're being persecuted over, to say that they're being dis, um, that they're being uh, discriminated against. All of these things that that are not true. White Christians make up the majority of the United States population. So I do not understand how one can sit and say that they are the most hated or most discriminated against segments of our society with a straight face. Excuse me as I get a drink of water. Folks, I tell you, I'm getting tired of this dry mouth. I'm going to have to talk to my doctor about some of these meds I'm taking, man. So I apologize to any of you who have any adverse reactions Um to my dry mouth or me having a sip of water uh, during the episodes here. <laughs> but yeah, man, I just think that, that there's a lot of people making mountains out of molehills. And in some cases, they're just building their own mountains and then getting pissed off that a mountain is there. So I, I don't understand the society that we're in right now. Um, I just don't understand it. Uh, on the positive side of things, um, there were some things personally for me that um, have, I guess you could say, came full circle that will open up some opportunities for me, not just on a personal level, but, you know, <laughs> you may not consider it because you listen to the podcast and it doesn't sound professional, but I do consider this uh, my profession of sorts. But it will also open up some opportunities for me um, 
professionally. And I know you guys hear me say a lot that I want to improve the quality of the show and so on and so forth. And, and that is very, very true. I absolutely want to improve the quality of this show, the way it sounds, um, just everything, every aspect of the show. I definitely want to improve it. And the way things are looking right now, the opportunity is going to come about for me to be able to do that. Uh, the only reason I haven't before is the harsh reality is bills have to be paid. You know what I mean? Um, I know you all are feeling that crunch as well. Everything seems to be going up in price, but our our wages are seeming stagnant for the most part. Um, I did receive a raise. However, it wasn't comparable to the cost of living. Isn't it funny how that always works out? that our, our wages are never comparable to the standard of living increases. But I digress. Um, that could be a whole different topic for another show. But um, yeah, so I'm just excited about the opportunities that, that lie before me, but I'm not counting any chickens before they hatch. Uh, I'm going to wait till them chicks are in the hands before I start celebrating and, and doing too much. Um you know, I guess to go back on the the negative or dark side of things, um, you know, still mourning the loss of the individuals who were killed in the mass shooting in Buffalo. And um, my heart continues to go out to the friends and families and the entire community of Buffalo, New York, uh, with what's going on there. I, I, I sincerely hope that this calls attention to everybody who has a hand in creating legislature from the state level, from the city level to the state level to the federal level, that we have to get a, get a grip on this issue. Unfortunately, I, I don't see that happening because I'm hearing and reading that Republicans voted against the, uh, measure that would uh, create funding for baby formula and they voted against allowing low-income families to use i believe it was WIC. was it WIC or was it snap i don't remember but one of the two to purchase baby formula i i don't know what what was tied to those bills um what other measures within those those um, potential bills, I should say, but I just, I don't understand voting against something that you're actively complaining about being an issue. And look, let's be, let's be real. I, I, I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. I'm, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I am me. And I have my own political ideologies and I stand by those. With that said, I, I don't understand how you can complain about something and then vote against a measure to help potentially solve that issue. And make no mistake about it, the Republicans overall do not care, as a party I should say, they do not care about the fact that there is a formula shortage in this country. They don't. They don't care. 
that is just a way for them to nitpick and point out how the Democrats are bad. Democrats are bad. And, and it's and it's just sad. It's pathetic. It's sad. We are a fucking joke. Um, sorry to say it so bluntly, but America is a fucking joke. Because we, we politically speaking, we... We argue like children. None of the problems that we argue about ever get solved. They only get blamed on the opposing party. So I, I, I really don't look for anything to get better. In fact, I unfortunately, I believe it's going to get a lot worse. I believe that 2024 is going to be... Strap in your seats. That's all I'll say. Um, strap into your seats because it's going to be a bumpy ride. Um, of course, I said that about this past election. And to some degree, I was true because out of that election came the January 6th insurrection. Which Republicans still can't make up their mind if it was Antifa or if it was really patriotic Americans opposing a, a, an illegitimate election, as they say. See, they're still confused about that. That's, that shows you how, how stupid people can be sometimes. Uh, initially, they denounced it and said it was an act of Antifa. And then as time went on, the, uh, the, the, the regular players, those, those Trumplicans, as I call them, uh, they they absolutely supported the idea that these people were patriots. They weren't patriots. They were idiots. A patriot would not go into the U.S. Capitol and wipe feces on the wall. A patriot would not destroy paintings hung on the wall. Just saying, man. Because if you're a patriot, you have reverence for that building. You may not like some of the people in it. But you would have reverence for that building. See, we, we're, we're, we're full of a country right now that, uh, of people that like to play Billy Badass. But they're not really Billy Badass. And it makes me sick. It truly does make me sick. You get people who get on these platforms and talk so much shit. Have zero evidence to back it up. Zero factual uh, information to back it up and it stirs up a lot of other again like I said fringe psychos out there it it stirs them up I had a friend and, and this isn't to call out the friend um, this is to call out the meme that the friend posted but a friend of mine posted a meme said something to the effect it was um it was a cartoon character holding up a sign that said maybe Maybe hiring the guy that had seven bankruptcies wasn't such a good idea. And I know this friend. I know this friend pretty well. And this friend posted that thinking that it was a shot at Joe Biden. And it's actually a shot at Donald Trump. But factually, the bankruptcies stand at six. Not seven. Excuse me for just a second. 
but it just shows how little people research things. And I've fallen victim to it too, to be 100% honest with you. I've posted things and then once I feel like I'm wrong, I, I first and foremost, I take down the post and then I'll, you know, hey, I was wrong, you know, blah, blah, blah. Here's what I didn't see or, or whatever. Because let's face it, facts matter. Facts matter. And that's F-A-C-T-S, not F-A-X, folks. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, man. We just we just lived in a jack we just live in a jacked up society right now. Um I follow a young lady on TikTok who is an expat, lives in Germany, and it's it's wild. The images and conversations that you hear about America in other countries. And most of these people that call themselves patriots think that that's because the rest of the world is jealous of us because of our freedom and this and that. Folks, let me explain something to you. If you haven't clued in, freedom is not an America exclusive thing. You, you know, you realize that, right? First and foremost, we're not completely and totally free in this country. There are rules that we have to follow and there are certain things that we're not allowed to do. There's a comment I can make on this podcast right now that would see me in jail by tomorrow morning. So we're not free. We're not free. Totally, not 100% free. But it's not an American exclusive thing. There are other countries in this world that have freedom quote unquote freedom we're not the only ones see americans like to think that that just about everywhere else that people live is ruled by an angry dictator that there are slums all over the place that there's there's poor people all over the place no that's us <laughs> that's us uh I, I don't know, man. It's, it's just the propaganda machine works works tirelessly. And look, I don't say that because I hate America. I don't. I live here. <laughs> you know? So, you know, it's like my physical home. It's my home. I'm going to protect it. I, I'm going to make sure it's it's clean. I'm going to make sure that it's taken care of while it's my home but i'm also going to tell you that there's some issues in this home there's an issue that i've had since day one of moving in here that's never been addressed currently there's an issue with my stove that i brought up almost two weeks ago people have been here twice to look at it and it's still not solved and it's a very simple solution very simple solution, or at least it should be. But this is my home, right? I love it. I'm happy for it. I'm thankful for it. And I can do what I want in my home. If, if Provided my son's not home, if I want to walk around nude, I can walk around nude. You know, if, if I have three, four girls in here, I can't. Well, let me rephrase, because somebody's going to take that out of the con Three or four women in here. 
Um, that's my prerogative. You know, that's my freedom within my own home. So using that analogy on America, I don't hate America. Quite the opposite. It's my home. I'm thankful for it. I'm proud of it. And I want to protect it and I want to keep it clean. But I'm also going to tell you what's wrong with it. <laughs> I'm also going to let you know what's wrong with it. And too many people are afraid to have those conversations. I'm not. I've told people many times that I, I love having the conversations that you're not supposed to have. I love talking about politics. Even if I'm on the learning end of that conversation, I love talking about it. I like talking about religion. Even if I'm on the education end of that conversation, I like talking about it. Because, excuse me if you hear my headphones moving, <clears throat> I had to adjust them. But, um, I, I, I mean, how do you grow, evolve, learn, however you want to put it? How do you do that unless you have conversations about things? How do you gain the respect for another individual's perception in life unless you have a conversation about it? See, one thing I've learned recently, and I just told my therapist this, um, one thing I've learned through my therapy sessions is... I'm learning to slow down my reaction. And what I mean by that is whenever a situation comes up, initially, my knee-jerk reaction would be, that's stupid. They're stupid. That's a bad decision. That's a horrible decision. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, now, through, through learning some things through therapy and discussions with my therapist, I've learned to pump the brakes on that. And while I may think a decision wasn't the best decision to make, for instance, now I'll try to take into account what that other person may have been thinking or trying to do or what their perception was. Effectively, put myself in their shoes and, and see what was going on. And then even though I don't think it was the right decision, I can understand why they made it. I know that sounds really long-winded or whatever, but it really has helped me. Um, it helps me manage my, my frustration. It helps me uh, manage my, my attitude and, and how I feel Be, because I'm, I'm getting mad at stuff that I don't understand. Or maybe even not getting mad, but getting frustrated with stuff that I don't even understand. And quite frankly, don't involve me. So I just, um, I've tried to do that and that's helped me a lot. So, but I, that's not even why I got on here to, to or let me rephrase. <laughs> I got on here to bring you guys a great podcast and I hope that you'll love. But I wanted to discuss the ecstatic wrestling fan within me. Now, if you've ever listened to more than a couple of shows, at some point, You've made the the deduction that I'm a wrestling fan. For one, I've told you that outright. <laughs> or two, just some of the things I talk about. But there's a convention called StarCast. And um, once I began listening to 
Conrad Thompson's podcast, the mini podcast that he hosts, I think dude's got like eight, ten podcasts, something like that. But um, ever, ever since I started listening to his podcast, I've heard about StarCast. And, of course, COVID came along and, and there wasn't one for two years or something like that. Well, it's come back this year, um, StarCast 5, and it's in Nashville this year, which is right around three and a half hours from where I live. Within driving distance or, you know, a short flight, whichever I decided to do. But I was excited that it was going to it was going to be so close and reached out to another friend of mine and and asked him if if he would be interested in going um, because I didn't I didn't really want to go by myself more on that in just a second and he was interested tickets went on sale this past Friday and they went on sale at noon I got the notification signed up for notifications I got the notification the tickets were officially on sale went on there and they had different packages let me let me run down these packages for you guys um, well, I'm not going to take up podcast time to do all that, but the one I wanted was um, something like the fourth best package or something like that. One, it was the most affordable. <laughs> well, it wasn't the most affordable. It was it was the one that was affordable to me. Uh, there were a couple, three before that, that, that just were definitely out of my price range. But um, the 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 bracelet that I got is going to give me access and entrance to the convention uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's going to guarantee me seating at certain live panels, Q&As, and things like that. It'll get me uh, first choice access to certain meet and greets. And a big one to me, it guarantees me a good seat at the roast of Ric Flair. Um, I'm, I think I'm more excited about that than I am uh, the, the entire convention because I love roast. I think they're hilarious and I can only imagine the people that they're going to have up there just roasting this shit out of Ric Flair. So I'm extremely happy about that. And so Kurt and I, my friend Kurt and I talked and... I hadn't heard back from him, um, you know, 100% that, that, that he was going to go. So I, I, you know, I second guessed like I do about going ahead and buying my, uh, my uh, bracelet and getting a hotel and, and all that stuff. And, um, you know, through conversation with, with someone, I realized I needed to do something for me. I've had a lot going on over the last two and a half years of my life. And um, one of the things I've really worked on is trying to, to make myself a priority. And I'm not trying to, to put myself on any sort of pedestal. Um, I'm not trying to come off as benevolent or nothing of the sort. But I have a bad habit of never making myself a priority. To give you a very small example of that, when my ex-wife and I and our son used to go somewhere like Best Buy, for instance, uh, she would go look at, at CDs and movies, 
I would I would end up looking at um, predominantly UFC videos. I had a desire at one point in time to collect every UFC DVD. And so I would go look at UFC DVDs and I would take my son to look at toys or she would take him to look at toys or video games or whatever. And I would always grab one or two UFC DVDs and put them in the buggy. But then as we would start to go towards the register, I would put my stuff back. And my thought process with that was that would be less money that we're spending. So my family wouldn't wouldn't suffer not that they were going to even if i had bought those cds but that was my mindset as ridiculous as it may sound to some folks but i would do that with everything when it came to shoes clothes um i mean i i can't even there's so much stuff i can't think of any one thing right at the moment um and, and it could be things that i needed and it could, or it could be things that I wanted. Um, I have not gone to doctor appointments before. Just so, you know, that money would be there if my family needed it. That's foolish. You know, it's it's great to to make sure your your family is, uh, excuse me, financially solid, and that they're taken care of, but. It's another thing to just completely ignore your own physical and mental health. So I've, I've had a bad habit over the course of my lifetime of not making myself a priority. I would put other people's wants in front of my needs. And a lot of us men, I can only speak from a man's perspective, but a lot of us men seem to think that there's some grand nobility in that. And, and don't get me wrong, it is, it is awesome that a, that a man thinks so highly of his family that he puts his wants and needs aside, primarily his needs aside, so that his family has everything that they need but there's we, we've just gotten to a point that I, I think at least that this society has gotten to a point I shouldn't even say to a point let me back up there because as I say that I'm thinking about the 40s the 50s the 60s and so on and it, it, it's always been there um, that's not to say that men didn't get what they wanted back in the day but just that mentality that, um, you know, I don't matter, they matter. And that's not to say every man lived by that creed, but uh, many of us do. And as I began my journey of, of battling this uh, crippling depression that I had at the time, uh, and my anxiety, my social anxiety, my PTSD, something became very clear and it had to be pointed out to me because I didn't see it. That I didn't care about myself. I didn't love myself. And I rarely ever 
made myself a priority. Even on the last cruise I went on in 2018, I went somewhere I'd never been, the Bahamas, and it was for my birthday, and, and I had all these thoughts in my head, man, this is new for me, this is, this is a chance for me to just, you know, let my hair down, so to speak, and just be the person that I've never been, someone to talk to people and whatever, and I wasn't. I wasn't. I didn't want to be an inconvenience to people by talking to them. Um, I didn't want to be bothersome by talking to people or getting to know people. Um, I didn't want to embarrass myself by getting out on a dance floor at the club. It, it just a million things. Because I didn't love myself. I never made my wants and my happiness a priority. See, I would have loved to have gotten out there, but the fear, the crippling fear of what absolute strangers, people that I'll likely never see again in my entire life, were going to think how ridiculous I looked. Why the fuck did it matter to me? Because I put their thoughts of me ahead of my own thoughts of me. Because my own thoughts of me, well, let's be honest, I thought I was worthless. I thought I was unlovable. I thought I didn't deserve love. I thought I didn't deserve good things. Um, that was my reality. Now, again, keep in mind, this was in December of 2018. Two years before I hit what I refer to as my rock bottom. So I wasn't aware that I was doing this to myself. So excuse me for that noise there. But, so I'm excited about this. And as I said, um, I didn't have a, a, a for certain concrete answer back from my homie. So, I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this for me. So, I went ahead and bought the, the platinum bracelet. Um, I went ahead and the hotels right now, oh, Hotels are ridiculously expensive right now. I mean, I'm looking at hotels, or at least hotels that you would feel comfortable laying your head down at night and going to sleep. Now, I can find something for $60 a night, but am I going to feel comfortable going to sleep there? You can judge me for that all you want to. I gives a damn. I've been places and have seen things, so... Yeah, nah, miss me with the with the judgment. <laughs> Excuse me for just a second. And the the Starcast website offers hotels. It has three ho three particular hotels that it has uh, a link to, and they're set up with working in conjunction with Starcast to give people attending the convention um, special rates and things of that nature, but. They were, I think the lowest one was 164 a night, the highest one, 199 a night. Now, again, y'all can judge your boy all you want to. I don't care. This ain't about me being cheap. This is about me being able to afford. Excuse me, I just burped. I don't know if y'all heard it. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. 
Uh, but you're talking from Thursday, excuse me, from Thursday afternoon, all day Friday, all day Saturday. I know you heard that one. <laughs> all day Sunday and leaving Monday. So you're talking anywhere from 900 to over $1,000 just for hotel. That's not including my gas to get up there, gas to get home, uh, Uber, if I decide to take Uber back and forth to the convention, uh, my food, whatever gear or whatever I may buy while I'm at the convention. It's not including any of that. So I've already spent the money for the bracelet and $1,000 on a hotel before I ever get to Nashville. Nah, wasn't happening for me. So I got on Airbnb and um, found a good place at Airbnb for what I feel is a very reasonable price. Um, good reviews, very good reviews. Checked out the neighborhood on as far as, as much as I could anyway, on uh, Google Maps, looked at the neighborhood and uh, looked at, you know, neighborhood statistics and all this. Uh, yes, I do that because I want to be safe. Um, like I said, I've been places and seen things. Um, so I got that squared away and just decided if Kurt went, great. I hope he did. And if he did, great, cool. Somebody else that likes wrestling as much as I did, as much as I do, all that. But if he didn't decide to go, I was going because I wanted to do this for me. Um, but Kurt came through. Kurt's going to go. Uh, we talked a little earlier. He picked up his platinum bracelet and we're going to, uh, share the B&B. Now the BM Airbnb has one bed. <laughs> and, and, and Kurt, if you listen to the show, this is just a joke, but to tell y'all how I put other people before me, <laughs> I reserved the Airbnb and I said I would sleep on the couch. He could have the bed. The whole reason I said that's not a shot at Kurt. It was just a little joke there, but I'm just excited to be going to this convention, you guys. Um, I, I'm excited. I've, I've had the opportunity to meet Ric Flair in person before. Very brief interaction. I did get his signature. Phew, you're probably talking... No, I know we are talking over 20 years ago now at this point. But I did have the opportunity to meet him once upon a time. Um, but this gives me the opportunity, hopefully, to see and meet some people that I've never seen, never met. Um, I, I don't think for a second that any of those opportunities are going to come without a price tag. Speaking of which, I learned something about the business of conventions. Now, I don't know if this is true of every convention and of every wrestler or entertainer or movie star, whatever. I don't know if this is true of all, but I heard somebody break it down. Uh, podcasts I listen to, uh, Jim Cornette Experience and uh, Cornette's Drive Through, both shows are really good, really funny. Check them out if you have it. But they were talking about, a fan had written in talking about uh, the Undertaker being at a convention, I believe this happening this weekend, and they were listing at this, this, uh, the people hosting the convention listed out the prices for his autograph signings. And Jim kind of educated, at least me, I can't speak for anybody else. Um, he educated me about how this goes down. 
it's not so much that the undertaker himself is is charging you x amount of dollars for an autograph or that he's charging you x amount of dollars for a picture or whatever the venue is charging that they've already paid him at least this is what i was if i understood what he was saying correctly the venue has already paid the undertaker a certain amount to attempt to recoup that money that they've paid the undertaker they charge x amount of dollars per autograph per photo or whatever and i think that's kind of fucked up because what it does is when i heard what it was going to cost at that convention not the one i'm going to um to get an autograph from undertaker or to get a picture with undertaker or whatever i'm like that's that's messed up this dude's literally a millionaire and he's charging these kind of prices don't get me wrong his time is worth something and if he's sitting there for four five six hours if he charges thirty dollars for a signature okay cool but we're talking like two hundred dollars and better so I found that very interesting that it may not necessarily be the person that you're there to see or to meet or to get an autograph or anything. It, it is likely the venue or the people that are running the convention charging those prices to recoup some of what they're paying those people. I thought that was very interesting. So, you know, who knows? Um, I'm very excited. I really hope that I get to see a Q&A uh, with Tony Schiavone. I think the, the What Happened When podcast is extremely hilarious. It's easily my favorite podcast of the ones that uh, Conrad hosts. Second to that, believe it or not, would actually be the Eric Bischoff uh, podcast. I would actually love to meet Eric Bischoff and have a chance to get a picture or signature or something from him. Um, but I'm just excited, man. The kid in me is excited. Um, I've been a wrestling fan since I was about, as long as I can remember, but probably you're, that I can remember, five, six years old. Um, I would stay up all night watching wrestling on a Saturday, be sleepy as hell at church the next morning. <laughs> um... Right now, I'm not really watching because the product is just not very good, as you've heard me say. But I'm very excited to go to this convention because a lot of times, the convention has a lot of the people who are no longer actively wrestling. Um, I know Mick Foley is going to be there. Uh, he's hosting. He's actually going to have his Mick Foley show um, at the convention. I, I want to try to go to that. Um, I would love the opportunity to meet McFoley, but I'm just excited, y'all. Um, the kid in me is excited, and me as an adult, I'm excited because I'm doing something for me. So, to wrap this episode up in a nice, neat little bow, let me remind everybody out there that it is absolutely okay to take moments for yourself. 
it is absolutely okay to be selfish sometimes. I'm not talking mean selfish and hateful selfish or spiteful selfish. I'm saying it's okay to put yourself first when you need to make yourself a priority and not get involved in something that's going to bring you down. It is okay for you to be happy. Husbands, listen to me. Your wife may need a night out with the girls. Wives, listen to this. Your husband may need a night out with the boys. Also, husbands, your husbands may need a night out with the boys. Wives, your wives may need a night out with the girls or whatever. You get what I'm saying. And there's nothing wrong with that. There has to be trust. There has to be communication. But allowing people to do things that make them happy within reason, as long as it's not hurting the family or putting you know, anything in jeopardy, have at it. It's okay. Don't spend your life sacrificing. And then you have nothing to show for it except stress and anxiety. So, but folks, um, next week, before I close out, I'm ashamed of myself on some level because I completely forgot that May is Mental Health Awareness Month, which you would think someone who deals with mental health issues would be a little more in tune with knowing when that is, right? But I'm not. Um, so with May being um, Mental Health Awareness Month, my guest next week will be Mr. Sean Garvey. Sean Garvey is a very talented individual. He is an artist. He is uh, a radio uh, show host. He's a podcast host. He's a business owner, uh, poet. Um, he's just a, a talented, talented individual. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting Mr. Garvey whew, probably 10 years ago or so, if, if not more. Um, and um, we've been able to keep in contact after all these years. And um, I cannot wait for him to come onto the show. And we're going to dig into our, our mental health um, struggles and, and our battles. And um, so please, 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 if you haven't ever tuned in to one episode, tune in next week um, as I welcome Mr. Garvey onto the show. Going, looking forward a couple of months, um, I really hope to do almost a daily update as I'm at StarCast 5. Um, I would really like to do that. I'm going to kick the idea to Kurt, see what we can do, kind of recap each night <clears throat> of what we did that, that day or whatever. And I'm hoping, I'm really hoping to get tickets to Ric Flair's last match. Um, those tickets go on sale the 27th. And uh, maybe if if we are able to attend that match, we'll be uh, we'll be able to give a breakdown of the match. Uh, so look forward to that in in July. And that's that's really it. I think that's all I've got. 
as far as things coming forward next week please 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 tune in next week um my special guest will be mr sean garvey and i cannot wait for this brother to come on and for us to chop it up um when we talk sometimes we're on the phone i t you know i've told you guys before i don't talk on the phone very long to much of anybody but there are times that sean and i'll get on the phone and we'll spend you know two three hours on the phone just talking about life and and shit so tune in next week you won't be sorry that you did and until then everybody take care of yourselves and one another